Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everyone? Scott Seidenberg here, joined as always by legendary handicapper Brandon Lang. You can head to brandonlang.com for all the picks and analysis. We hope you enjoyed our show during football season. But now it's time for the madness. Yes, get your brackets out. We're going to fill them out. We're going to give you some good bets to place here for the first two rounds and maybe beyond of the NCAA tournament, the big dance, as they say. Before we get into that, let me remind you that the show is brought to you by Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. You got NBA in full swing, college basketball heating up right now with the madness. So with the tournament, that's right here. So is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest, as Bet Online is the spot to be for all your bracketology needs. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device because you can do that as well. Sign up today, receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Brandon, it's been a while. Uh, hope you're doing okay. Um, obviously, we're coming off uh, a football season run with the football betting show and going to make way here for a little March uh, mayhem show, if we will. Uh, but real quick, final thoughts on football season as we before we get ready to move on here. Yeah, you won't have an easier Super Bowl to pick in the next 20 years. Um, I know I missed it. Um, I thought Andy Reid would do a better job of getting Mahomes outside the pocket based on the deplenished offensive line. And he just basically said, I trust these guys. We're going to drop Pat back in a three, five step drop and, and roll the dice. Nice, nice job. You fat fuck. So, um, at the end of the day, there's many ways to look at it, but where I missed it was this. I, I let the second half that Brady had against green Bay, sway me so much in the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is a whole different entity. The guy doesn't get blown out in Super Bowls. Forget Mahomes, forget the offensive line of the Chiefs, forget, forget everything. The reason why you won't get an easier Super Bowl, because next year when Tampa goes back to the Super Bowl, you're going to be laying four and a half, five, is that Tom Brady doesn't get blown out in Super Bowls. Every Super Bowl he's played in, other than the one where he just blew out Kansas City, the nine Super Bowls he played in, all one possession games. Um, Brady showed you he's able to come back from 28-3 down with three minutes to go in the third quarter. Um, that in itself should have put you on Tampa Bay. Forget all the other intangibles of the fact that they beat Drew Brees in New Orleans, they beat Green Bay. Forget everything. Forget the fact that the Chiefs were rolling in there with a second-string offensive line that just got absolutely abused. Um, Tom Brady getting points in a Super Bowl. He was not going to get blown out. That's it. There's, there, you could look at it, and, 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 and now he's 7-3 and three in Super Bowls with seven rings. The three Super Bowls that he, they lost, two to the Giants, one to Philly, he walked off the field with five minutes or less with the lead, and his defense couldn't get the stop. So it's very easy to say he did his job. Mm-hmm. And... And that's it. That, that's it. It's as simple as everybody could talk about Pat Mahomes. I will tell you this. I'm going to make a bold statement here, and you can email my customer service. You can see me in public years from now. Pat Mahomes will not get to another Super Bowl. Um, they shouldn't have beat the Niners. 
and Andy Reid got exposed again as the kind of coach that he he really is. He's not. He's just. He's not. Him and Bienemy got absolutely destroyed and outcoached in that game. He's going to be the next Aaron Rodgers. If I would have told you Aaron Rodgers was only going to play in one Super Bowl in his career, you'd have told me, Lang, you are a, you are an idiot. He's played in one, as good as he is. And I think Patrick Mahomes is heading down that path. Eight Super Bowl quarters. He's now played. He's played well for seven minutes. And that was the fourth quarter against the Niners. Other than that, average. And that's what you get for $450 million. Listen, that AFC is stronger. They got offensive line problems. Yeah, they signed a few free agents. But at the end of the day, they're going to struggle, bro. People can keep buying the hype. But I'm telling you, I would not be shocked if we don't see Pat Mahomes back in the Super Bowl. Wow. That's a bold statement. Absolutely. But look at Aaron Rodgers only played in one. All right. Let's let's continue to be bold then. And let's talk about this ncaa tournament and and how about a bold future pick out of you before we get into the first round games do we have a bold future because you've been there before historically i mean you were on Loyola chicago to make a deep run and sister jean and all they have the cinderella uh, season that they had so where's the bold pick this year georgetown to the final four georgetown, georgetown the final four the final four they, they. If you watch them play in that Big East tournament, Patrick Ewing has that team believing, and that they were playing their fourth game in four days, and they held a Creighton team to forty three and blew them out. Plus that is a five hundred. That is a Creighton team, by the way that I believe is a five seed. So Georgetown as a 12 seed absolutely blew out Creighton. But what's even more amazing is they went through Villanova. They went through Seton Hall playing your fourth game and you destroy a five seed in Creighton. I said Loyola Chicago, don't be surprised to see them get to the Final Four. Do not be surprised to see this Georgetown team make a run. That's my bold statement as a 12. Um, I will tell you something else, too. It, it, it really is a crying shame that the run that Oregon State has made um, through that Pac-12 tournament was impressive it's just unfortunate that they're probably going to run into Oklahoma State because I like them to upset Tennessee um, on Friday as a 12 seed. So I've got a couple 12 seeds that I, that I have winning outright. Oregon State, um, I have Georgetown winning outright. Um, I have a 12 seed in Cal Santa Barbara, uh, shocking the world and, and beating Creighton. So I have three three 12 seeds that I think are going to going to shock the world. Um, so that's just just briefly touching, um, but I have my my two shockers are Oklahoma State going to the Final Four, and Georgetown going to the Final Four. Oregon State is definitely winning that game. I have Oregon State over Tennessee. That's a that's a win. I'm I'm going to take them not just plus the points. I'm going to take them in the money line. I agree. Um, and the other upset that I have in the first round is, I think Ohio beats Virginia. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. People don't understand the protocol with Corona that Virginia is going through. 
they're quarantined so they can't practice. They're not practicing. They're quarantined. That They're not practicing. They're going to arrive in Indiana once they've cleared COVID protocol, and they're probably not going to get a chance to practice in Indianapolis. So you're talking about a team that's going to be off for seven days without practicing. And if you watch this Ohio team play, um, let me tell you something. They are not, they are not going to be the least bit intimidated. Buffalo's got two bigs, two, two guys, six eleven monsters. And they handled they handled them pretty easily in the MAC championship and game. Think, and think about think about remember Ohio played Illinois earlier this year. I mean, granted it was November, but they had the lead in that game with seven seconds left. And Illinois, yeah. like, people are picking Illinois to win this entire tournament. And Ohio, not me. And Ohio, well, not me either. But Ohio played them really well. And Jason Preston might be the best player on the court in this game. And. He's an NBA talent for the for the, the Bearcats. Uh, I mean, Buddy, if you if you watch him play, if you watch him walk on the court, you're like, who is this guy? <laughs> like, he, like he does not look like a player in his first few times you see him with the ball. You're like, he's just not a player. But what he will remind you of is the guy that had a really, really good NBA career with a super, super hot first wife, by the way. Wow, what a dime piece she was. But a kid by the name of Jason Kidd. And that's who he's going to remind you of. Because remember, Jason Kidd really couldn't shoot the basketball. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and this kid can shoot a little bit, but, but nowhere near the way you have to shoot at the NBA level. But with the basketball in his hands, I agree with you. Uh, I have Ohio uh, on, uh, on Friday. Um, actually, I think they're playing on Saturday. Yeah, they're playing on Saturday. So I have them in an upset special. Um, go back to Friday. Uh, another shocker for you. I watched Drexel play a couple times this year. And they got a big guy that could play with his back to the basket. But more importantly, they got a guard in Cam Winter who can flat out play. And they got two other kids that can flat out play. Drexel is really, really good. And they match up really really well with illinois you're getting 22 and a half with your 16 seed there keep an eye you're going to tune that game on it's going to be the second half 10 minutes to go illinois is going to be lead by six you're like ooh, illinois one seed struggling a little bit here yes trust me on that 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 run through the big 10 probably gonna take a little bit out of them you watch drexel plus 22 and a half so um so the the the, the three plays on friday drexel plus 22 and a half um i've been on moorhead state all year uh, I used them five times. To- five times this year, I went four and one with them. Um, they're legit. They defend, and I believe Moorhead State, as a 14 seed, um, hangs in there with West Virginia. Moorhead State plus the points, and then I always say this: anytime you get the ACC conference plus points, you take the ACC conference. Georgia Tech's getting three from Loyola Chicago. Clemson's getting one and a half. Get Rutgers. Um, ACC conference getting no respect. So I like Georgia Tech plus the three and, and Clemson plus one and a half. Uh, That's Friday. Speaking of the ACC, one of my favorite plays is North Carolina over Wisconsin. Um, I don't really know what Wisconsin does well. Uh, North Carolina's got the size inside to win the rebounding advantage, and I think that they're going to out-physical Wisconsin. Um, North Carolina has played well down the stretch against some really good teams, and I think Wisconsin is going to be in a big trouble rebounding against a team that's number one in the country in offensive boards in North Carolina. 
I agree with you. I think people are high on Iowa and people are high on Wisconsin. And I'm like, if you watch that game between the two, if they collectively as a group lined up on the baseline and ran a suicide, it'd take an hour and a half. <laughs> I mean, people people talk about Garza as being this great kid, a great player, retired his number, and he's going to go to the NBA. Uh, I'm sorry. He got abused. He got abused uh, in the Big Ten tournament. Um, so, I, I listen, I'm not impressed with Wisconsin at all, and I agree with you. Getting North Carolina at that kind of value um, is another best bet for me. Could, could we, We've nailed it. Oregon State, we're both on that. North Carolina, we're both on that. Um, every year the Big Ten gets nine teams in. Every year they get a ton of respect, and every year they implode in this tournament. It happens every single year. Oh, the Big Ten Conference is a great conference. And then they go out and they get absolutely abused. So those are the best bets on Friday, Saturday. Obviously, we're, we're, we're doing this uh, early, so we don't know what the matchups will be on Sunday and Monday. But overall, at BrandonLang.com, all my handicappers posted brackets. So all 10 handicappers have brackets up. Um, and that's a, that's a great coup every year. But, but my bracket has Gonzaga, Georgetown, Baylor, and Oklahoma State. I I believe Cunningham and, and Oklahoma State, the, the win over Baylor was enough for me that, that against Texas, uh, their point guard number zero, Anderson, I believe it is, had, had probably the worst game of the season. Um, and as bad as Oklahoma State played against Texas in that championship game, um, they still were one possession in the last minute, as bad as they played. Rested, uh, rested, um, legs underneath them, uh, remember, they went into West Virginia without Cunningham. I'm talking about Kate Cunningham was going to be the number one pick in the NBA draft next year. They went into West Virginia without him and beat Bobby Huggins yep. at West Virginia. Yep. So they, th- this team, this team can play. This is very dangerous, and I believe in that side of the bracket, we're going to get a rematch of that oh, Big Twelve semi. I was just about to say, I was like, we're going to get Oklahoma State and West Virginia again. Um, well, I have West Virginia get knocked out by Moorhead State. If they don't get knocked out by Moorhead State, I have them get knocked out by Syracuse. I'm not, listen, I think West Virginia's got great talent. I, I Bobby Huggins is a terrible game coach. He's always been a terrible game coach. He's always going to be a terrible game coach. There was a game earlier this year, they were playing Baylor. And there's 37, that was a bad beat for me. And there's 37.1 seconds to go in the game and you're down one. And I have West Virginia plus four and a half. This this game happened just literally three weeks ago. Um, and with 37.1 seconds to go, Baylor has the ball after an offensive foul, and you're down one. Play it out. Get a defensive stop. You get a defensive stop. You're down one with seven seconds to go. Set up your play. Go win the basketball game. Worst case scenario, you're down three with seven seconds to go. Okay, set up your play. Let's try to tie this thing and win. But in no way, shape, or form, down one with 37 seconds to go, do you what? Start fouling and extend the game. Why? Just get a stop. He starts fouling. Well, they foul. They hit two. Now you're down three. Well, okay, what do you want? You want to be down three with 32 seconds to go? You want to be down three with seven seconds to go? So what happens? You come down, your guy throws up a brick, now you foul, now, and now it's five, and the game's over. Once you decide to start fouling against a team that makes free throws, the game's over. And that's my point about Bob Huggins is he's never really learned how to manage. He's had great talent, but he's never really learned how to manage games and, 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 and coach 
close games. I don't trust him. I think West Virginia gets knocked out by by either Moorhead State or Syracuse. And if they don't, Houston will beat them uh, coming up from the bottom in the next round. I have a great uh, Elite Eight matchup with Houston and Oklahoma State, which I think is going to be a great game. People, if you're not seeing Houston play, oh, my God, Kelvin Sampson's got some, got some, got some studs. Um, and they're their fun team to watch. So uh, Elite Eight, Baylor, Ohio State, great game. Oklahoma State, Houston, great game. Texas, Georgetown, great game. And then Oregon and Gonzaga, uh, great game. And then I have Gonzaga winning it all. I just, I've been a believer in that team all year. They're not a conference schedule early. Uh, people really haven't seen them play because they're on the West Coast. But let me tell you something, they're, they're your national champ. You know what's wild is uh, if you look at the spreads of the games, right? And... Let's look at the 12-5 matchups because those are the ones that, you know, a 12 beats a 5 every year, right? So you, you want to pick your 12-5 matchups. You realize that there's a, uh, a a bet right now, a tournament prop bet on FanDuel that says, will a 12 seed advance past the 5? The yes on that is minus 370. Minus 370 that a 12 will beat a 5. And you, yeah. and I, you and I agree with it because we have Oregon State against Tennessee. So now if you look at that line, Oregon State's plus 7.5, okay? The money line on that is plus 280. Let's look at the other 12-5, Georgetown and Colorado, right? Georgetown is – what was the line on that game? Uh, where are they? Plus 5. They are plus 5, okay? Now the other 12-5 matchups are um, – What's where am I? Oh, uh, Wisconsin and Villanova. No, what is that? No, Winthrop and Villanova, right? Yes. Okay. Well, Villanova is obviously um, six and a half favorite in that game. Okay. And then the other one was Creighton, who's a favorite over UCSB. So one of those dogs is winning. And they're telling you that it's minus three seventy that one of those dogs win. You might yeah. as well just you might as well just take all four of them on the money line for a hundred hours, and, and you're gonna get much better odds. Yeah, that's crazy. Instead I mean, of, it's crazy. So you can lay four. You can lay three seventy to win one hundred on that bet, or place a hundred dollar money line on all four dogs, and hope that the highest dog wins and see what you get. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no yeah, matter crazy. no matter what, you're getting a better value because you're still risking the same four hundred, but you're going to win more than one hundred. Oh, speaking of speaking of, uh, I'm sorry, I just want to get this one in there too. Saint Bonnie plus one and a half over LSU. Uh, I had Saint Bonnie. Love Saint it. Bonnie. Yeah, I had Saint Bonnie big on uh, Sunday. Um, they're just they're they're a nucleus that's been together for for three years now. Uh, LSU plays no defense whatsoever. Uh, Bryce Drew uh, of the great. Valparaiso, yep. uh, last second shot. He's now the coach of Grand Canyon, plus four and a half over Iowa. I think they match up well there. So two big dogs going against the Big Ten. Drexel plus 22 and a half. Grand Canyon plus 14 and a half over Iowa. Um, and, and and for the most part, that's it. We agree on Ohio. We agree on Oregon State. Um, and then I have Gonzaga win it all. Who you have winning it all? Uh, I'm so torn. I really am. I'd like to. I, I don't want to go up against Gonzaga because you know they're so just. You know they're Gonzaga, and can anybody beat them? I was. I, I did to to, to to be truthfully honest. My original bracket that I filled out, 
I had uh, Illinois and Ohio State in that Final Four matchup. And I'm like, you know what? I just I have to change it. I don't think that's going to happen. <sighs> Illinois was that my first choice to win the championship, but I'm, I might back up, back off of that. And after th- after talking with you, I don't even maybe they don't even make the Final Four, so I'm gonna have to take them out of the equation there to win the title. So I'm a little I'm a little torn here. All right, well, let's pull in these on uh, on Friday and Saturday. Maybe we'll reset uh, and try to hook up Saturday night and, and reset the uh, the round of uh, the round of thirty two and, I will and tell see you, who goes I, to the Sweet Sixteen. I will tell you this, and and I think I'm on an island here, Brandon. But I bet Ohio State every game of that Big Ten tournament, and they cashed for me every single game of that Big Ten tournament. And I don't think that they're getting enough respect here in this in this field. Oh no! I listen. I got him going all the way till they meet Baylor. Okay. But I just think the difference. I just think the difference in in Baylor is it's the guard matchups of of Baylor. You you better have unbelievable guards against Baylor. And Ohio State's got you know they don't they don't have the yeah. they don't have the guard play, and that'll be the difference with Baylor. But I'm giving Ohio State I'm giving Ohio State more credit of any Big Ten team in the tourney, and that includes Illinois. I have Michigan. Um, actually on my bracket, just to have fun. I took, uh, St. Bonnie, uh, to beat Michigan. Um, just cause I think the, 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 the injury to the Michigan forward is, is huge for them. And, um, I think Michigan loses to Georgetown in the next round anyway, if they do happen to, to get to the, the, uh, sweet 16. So, uh, or actually I'm sorry. Yep. All, All right, buddy boy. We'll see how we do it. Talk to you this weekend. Okay. Got it. Later. All right, there's the latest from Brandon Lang. Again, go to brandonlang.com. Check out all the brackets that they have up there. You can hit me up on Twitter at scottsonair, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Good luck, everyone, in the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament. A little different schedule this year, but we'll talk to you hopefully this weekend. We'll get another episode out as we advance through this tournament. For Brandon Lang, I'm Scott Seidenberg. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.